Hey, what's up? It's Carly, and this is X1039's What's New Now podcast, powered by H&H Tire. I got to catch up with Leah from Slot Thrust before their show at the Black Sheep on November 19th. How you doing, Leah? Hello, I'm doing good. Doing good. How are you? Doing great. Uh, it feels like it should be Friday, which would mean we're only two days from the show, but... Thankfully, it's only Thursday because you guys still have a lot to do before the show. You're super busy. Like tonight in Columbia, Omaha tomorrow, Wichita on Saturday, and then you'll finally get to make your way here to the mountains. That's exactly right. (laughs) So uh, you're wrapping up like uh, the Black Sheep is the last night of the tour, right? Exactly. What is your first like can't wait to do when your tour break starts next week? Mm, that's a very good question. <laughs> well, I feel like sleep is definitely a high priority. Absolutely. Um, believe it or not, I'm actually looking forward to playing some music by myself. Yeah? Um, yeah, and like some having some downtime. By by myself, I just mean like in my house, at my leisure. Yes. <laughs> with no one watching and just sort of to get back into the habit of being able to be present with music in a less structured way. Cause that's, that's really important to me. Absolutely. No, I, I totally get that. And I don't know if you're an introvert or extrovert by nature, but I'm a naturally introverted person. So when I'm out and doing events and things like that, like that's the main thing I look forward to too, is just getting home and being able to be me in my own comfort and environment. Absolutely. Definitely relatable. (laughs) Well, let's talk about uh, the music a little bit. Uh, This is cool. So I did not know this because I've had a lot of friends tell me about the show on FX. You're the worst. Y'all are the opening theme of that. That's awesome. That's right. We are. Um, I've started trying to watch it. So now that I know that your song 730 AM is the theme I'll have to give it more of a go. It just, it didn't click with me right off the bat and I was impatient that day. But what was the process of that song getting picked up to be the theme song? So the showrunner of that program is named Stephen Falk and he found the song on Tumblr a oh. really long time ago. At this point, <laughs> it was probably about about a decade ago, I think. Um, yeah, crazy, a decade ago. And... You know, I, I don't really know who's Tumblr or how I came mm-hmm. about, but he just started reaching out about about the song, you know, reached out to our people and stuff. And I actually said no at first because I just like, you know, was punk rock and didn't yeah. want to license my music in that way uh, <laughs> to FX. But at the end of the day, like I got to know Steven better and he talked to me more about what the show is and like why it's important to his vision. And I was like, all right, you know, what? let's let's try something new. Let's. Let's say yes and see where it leads. Uh, and I'm really glad I did because I met a lot of really cool people through that show. And he became a great friend of mine. I like saying at his wedding and stuff. Oh, so. nice. Good vibes. Yeah. yeah. Good vibes. Absolutely. Do you watch the show, Ben? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen it all. We're actually, you. if you just started it, you don't know this yet, but we're actually on the show. Oh, gosh. Uh, season, maybe like season five, like the, the last season, I think it's season five would have been it, but it's quick. It's a cameo. It's definitely not like, you know, like a cast member, but uh, you'll, you'll see if you make it all the way there, you'll be like, oh, wait a second. Who's oh. that punk band playing? And then you'll <laughs> recognize, you'll recognize me. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Now I'm definitely going to watch. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So your current EP, I promise just released October 20th. 
Uh, on the EP, you have a, a really rocking cover of the song Pony. So what was kind of the decision to not only cover that song, but also release both an extended and acapella version of the song? Mm, that's right. So Pony was a song that Will, my drummer, and I both really liked growing up. Uh, I loved a lot of radio, 90s, like hip-hop and R&B. That was super important to me. And this song definitely made it in there. And I just love how committed it is to this extended metaphor. It's so... It, it like you know it gets into the it gets into like absurdism which mm-hmm. I'm definitely about, uh, and so we wanted to just like reinterpret it, which is always our goal with covers is to sort of say like okay, how would this piece of material feel if we contextualized it in this package? And the package we wanted to do for this was like a maximalist hard rock version, uh, and we wanted to do an extended and an acapella and an instrumental because. I wanted to match what Genuine did when he put out the song, which was he made ah. a single. And I think this might actually be mostly a promo promo item, but I just like I own it, so yeah. I, he was like, mm, I want to do, I want to do this, which is he released it as like a single. And on side A, he has the radio version and the extended version, and side B is the instrumental and the acapella. Uh, and I just I really wanted to match that vision. And didn't honestly expect the instrumental or the acapella to go on the internet. I thought it was going to be for the cassette only. But our label really wanted to release it all. So I was like, you know, whatever. I'm not, I try not to be too, too precious at this point in my career. I just kind of commit fully to what I'm doing and then move on to the next. Yeah. And the extended version of this was like so much fun for us because it gave us a chance to improvise. That entire take is just one straight take. It's me. Oh, wow. and an amazing bassist we had with us for a few years named Brooks Allison, who's just like an amazing player. And the three of us just have such good chemistry. And we literally just, we just played it straight. And then we, we, we let it end naturally in its own time. And we looked at each other and we were like, cool, that was it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> we didn't edit it or anything. We just were like, cool, this is, this is the spirit of what, of what, you know, rock is about and what improv is about for us for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So, uh, if when you do that song live, like, do you lean more toward then like an extended version of it, and just kind of riff? No. Okay. <laughs> Truthfully, we don't. <laughs> we play the radio version because otherwise, well, here's the thing: we've been doing a support tour for the past few weeks. Yeah. We're now headlining um, only as of a couple of nights ago. But on the support tour, your time slot is right. restricted, mm-hmm. so you don't want to <laughs> you don't want to go overboard <laughs> by playing like you know ten minutes of improvisation uh yeah but at our headlining shows you know it's something we've it's something we've talked about doing but we haven't done it live yet so we'll just have to see what shows up in the room okay we'll see what happens sunday night then (laughs) we will we will all of us shall yes well and i love the video for that for the song too uh for pony it's it's like a trippy fever dream can you tell us about the concept and the creation of the video Mm, yes. Okay. So I co-directed and wrote that video with my friend Marcelo Mayan, who's a director from New York. And we both are really into surrealism and mm-hmm. dream consciousness. So we had a bunch of different guiding visuals for that. I'm very into like art direction and aesthetic and iconography. And part of that was me grabbing iconography that Slothra has used in the past. For example, ice. I mean, not, not ice. Sorry. Dice. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Big difference. Dice and uh, honey. And sort of seeing what would happen if we captured those things in slow motion. 
Same with water. Water yeah. has always been very important to me and the, the different shapes that water can make when it is manipulated and then slowed down. So big into slow-mo mm-hmm. and big into that. And then, like, as another layer to tell you about, there's this character that you see in the video called Sparkle Spirit. Yeah. And, you know, spoiler alert, it's me you know, dressed <laughs> as this, this, this entity that I, you know, I pretty much created this entity called Sparkle Spirit. And it's meant to be a lucid dream guide. Wow. <laughs> because we, we talk about, you know, I, I think about lucid dreaming a lot. That's something I've done for my entire life. Nice. And with Sparkle Spirit, I wanted to ask the question, you know, what happens in those moments where you wake up within your dream and become aware, become aware that yeah. you're dreaming? And what type of freedom does that offer? And what type of restrictions are still in place within that? So kind of pushing on the barriers of, our subconscious and how much control we really have over it. And also the the potentiality to liberate yourself. Wow. And lucid dreams. Oh my gosh. We need to do like a whole podcast episode about this. This is amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I could go, I could go on about that video. There's like so much in there. To, I know. To dissect. I'm, I'm glad you asked. And I have so many questions, but I know like we only have so mm-hmm. much time, but I do have to ask mm-hmm. like the water balloon uh, bouncing off Will's head and then yours breaks perfectly. Was that intentional or just like a happy accident? No. So I will tell you with that. So I will say for this video, we were very, very under-resourced in terms of the amount of people we needed to execute it. It was definitely a very ambitious video. And Marcelo and I just had sort of these visions that we wanted to execute no matter how difficult. And we didn't really have proper <laughs> proper projection on everything. And so we ended up having balloons that were real balloons, not water balloons. Oh. So we're like, oh, yeah, we can, use, we can use the same ones for this. And the deal is that real balloons do not pop. Like, you're not supposed to pop when you, when you throw them. Yeah. They're made to be more resilient than that. So we actually, there's a scene that we cut from the video because it's Will and I sitting back to back getting absolutely destroyed with these water balloons and they don't break. And they <laughs> oh, hurt so bad. I bet. so bad. We get absolutely destroyed with them. I've never seen the footage. But I know it did not get used because it looked crazy. Um, but no, pretty much the way that mine ruptured, truthfully, is that I have a tack in my hair. Oh, gosh. Oh. So I, have a little, I have a little pin. I have a little pin. So when it drops on my head, we knew that it would break because we had put, because we tried it and it did not break. Yeah. So because of that, we we're like, all right, we can tuck, we can tuck a tack into my hair and that will do it. But there was no way to do that for Will since he's bald. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. So we were hoping it would break. Yeah. We were hoping it would break. The plan was it for, for it to break on both of our heads. And in the end, we only got mine and we decided to just go with it. I think it creates like a cool, not really juxtaposition, but just that kind of yin and yang of like the bounce off Absolutely. versus the break. <laughs> so, That's right. And that, that feels really true to our dynamic. So Yeah. Oh, I bet. And uh, and you, you mentioned, was it Sparkle Spirit, right? Uh, how yeah. long did that glitter makeup take? And then how long did it actually take you to deglitterify yourself because it's glitter? So was it oh everywhere? So we had my we had an amazing AD on the shoot, which is one of my one of my best friends, my friend Vic Smith. And Vic is just like excellent at everything. I brought them on to help me with styling and they ended up doing so much more than that because they're just one of those people who knows how to get it done. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they did the glitter makeup pretty quickly. Oh, wow. It didn't take all that long. It didn't take all that long. That was like the final shot of the day was to get uh, the glitter monster behind the plexiglass. <laughs> and yeah, we just kind of went for it and hoped that we could like 
make up for anything that wasn't living mm-hmm. with lighting. And Marcelo is like really amazing at lighting. So we kind of had all the right forces in the room to get it done uh, in an attainable way. Oh, it came out amazing. No, you looked fantastic. And what about the, uh, I have to ask, what is the blue liquid you're spitting out then? Like, is it, yeah, what is it? <laughs> I have so many nice, things. good catch. <laughs> um, it's, it's just blue, oh, it's oat milk. You oh, wow. Okay, cool. What did you think it was? I, I don't know. Well, I figured it was blue dyed something and it obviously had to taste yeah. somewhat decent. It probably wasn't just water, but I'm like, I don't know. Maybe there is a way to make water look like that. But I thought maybe like Gatorade that was also dyed like with some extra, you know, something along those lines. Mm, yeah. If you want like an opaque texture, the move is to go with uh, something that's opaque and white. So yeah, yeah, we went with oat milk for this. And that's also what is falling like coming down onto my hand which was supposed to be a trick shot we had a lot of shots that we had to like modify in Uh certain ways but i think they all worked in their own right but yeah that's that's also oat milk okay cool down okay i have no idea what i will use that for but someday i will use this Mm -hmm. information in my life (laughs) yeah you will yeah Uh, you will that's fantastic um look moving on to the song maybe maybe the next single uh of this song i love this quote and you said the song considers what it means to be a human caught in the forever will of neuroses and the possibility of finding peace and sovereignty in the alchemy that occurs when we become intimate with our natural surroundings. Um, a, have you found that peace? And B, what does being intimate with your natural surroundings mean to you and how do you incorporate it in your everyday life? Mm, it's, that was, I guess, more question. of a three-part. <laughs> mm, yeah. Okay, well, I'll say part of for me and my journey with being present with nature and understanding my myself cosmically relies on quiet and meditation and the ability to sit and not be doing anything, which is in some ways very antithetical to what it means to be a touring musician. But I found that incorporating that into my daily life, I practice Vedic meditation, which gets, you know, more frequently in the West called transcendental meditation, mm. which is, uh, at, at its at its root, the core belief there is non-dualism, which you really see if you drink the juice on non-dualism. You really, really see that in nature, because you get really close to a leaf, and you see like, oh, this is just veins. There's veins mm-hmm. inside of a body. Yeah. Uh, the other day, we went to this amazing place uh, near Jamestown, New York, that had these trees growing around these rock formations, just unbelievable. I was like, you know, it looks like a heart is what it looks like. Um, and you can see that there's life going through the roots of the trees. You look up at the clouds and you can see that there's a lot of movement happening within that as well. And then mm-hmm. we think about all the things within us that we can't see, like our thoughts. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the greatest universal material is is not something that we can frequently or easily perceive with our eyes. It's something that we have to tune into ethically and try to sort of access over time if you mm-hmm. so choose to push on the boundaries of the unknown oh, that's so interesting we need to go camping together i think <laughs> i think that would be yeah, a blast be fun. yeah and, let's uh, go right after the tour right right sunday night <laughs> we're, we'll head out to the mountains let's do it done oh awesome done deal <laughs> I'll, I'll get packed we'll be good to go um uh, Leah, I appreciate this so much. This has been fantastic. Of course, Leah from Slot Thrust, new EP, I promise, is out now. 
Slot Throws live at the Black Sheep this Sunday, wrapping up the tour for 2023. But you can find more info on the band, including their 2024 tour dates at slotthrust.com. And is there anything else you want to make sure and add and throw out there? Just that we're psyched to come play Colorado Springs. We love the Black Sheep, and I'm glad that this is where we get to end the tour. Awesome. We are, too. We are, too. We're going to have so much fun Sunday. Great. Awesome. Leah, thank, thank you again so much, and, yeah, we'll see you here in a few days. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Again, that was Leah from Slot Thrust before their headlining show at the Black Sheep back on November 19th. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the What's New Now podcast brought to you by H&H Tire. Make sure you like and share and subscribe and all that good stuff. Sex 1039.